0: Catching you up on the latest stories from around the Sunshine State that you should know heading into this Friday morning, April 29th. I'm Julia Cooper, and this is The Point from WUFT News. The University of Florida laid off its head women's soccer coach after just one season with the team. I spoke with Fresh Tech Florida's Peyton Titus about what this means for women's athletics at the university.
1: So on Wednesday, the University of Florida announced that they had fired head women's soccer coach Tony Amato, and my story kind of
0: brought about the complaints that seemed to have led to his termination. So you mentioned complaints that led to his firing, but what exactly were players' experiences with Amato? So some, I guess some specific instances that they talked to me about
1: was there was an away game at FGCU where only three, I believe, three trays of food were Ordered for the whole travel squad, uh, which was not enough. And a former manager told me that Amato told the staff who made the trip that that might have been the director of ops trying to tell the girls that they need to lose weight. Uh, he made comments about girls deciding to put ketchup on their food, even though the, the nutritionist was the one who brought them the ketchup. Uh, he told women that if they ate ice cream before a game, that they would not see the field those are just kind of some specific instances of the food-related uh, grievances that people had. And, and players expressed to me that they, you know, like that they might seem like benign things on the surface, but if you know that some of these women are struggling with eating and eating disorders, then this, these are real like triggers for people. And, and I spoke with one woman who said that she developed an eating disorder over the fall season. And, and she said, you know, that she'd never- Had these kind of thoughts about her body before and she said that she knew she wasn't quote unquote fat by any means but she saw the women who played and they were thinner women and she heard the comments that he had to say about people's eating habits and all of that together kind of just really hit home for her and
0: and made her struggle so. What would you say should be the biggest takeaway for readers on this story what should they walk away with.
1: Yeah. So I think it's something that I guess is not explicitly pointed out in the story, but a lot of people seem to be taking away is that, you know, when, when you replace a woman who led like a really storied, I guess, program that, that the University of Florida was, and then, you know, hire someone who's not a culture fit and also happens to be a man. Uh, and we've seen this before with the cam new situation, another hire of Scott Strickland. And he's talked about, you know, how these are learning experiences for him, but the, the challenge of trying to see, you know, how m- much are women's sports valued here at the university of Florida compared to football and basketball, um, or men's basketball, I should say. So, you know, just, just trying to monitor that situation and see really how, his continued hiring of folks goes because the track record so far as he's acknowledged is not
0: great. So you mentioned Cam Neubauer. Could you give a little bit of context as to what went on with UF Women's Sports kind of leading up to this story?
1: Yeah, so Cam Neubauer was the women's basketball coach at the University of Florida. He left the school Announced he was leaving the school, I believe in July of 2021, uh, after being offered an extension by Scott Strickland and then one of my friends actually Zach Huber published a investigative report with the Independent Florida Alligator the student paper here on campus about detailing abuse that Newbauer. Basically did, I guess, to players and to staff members, which included verbal abuse, uh, some racist remarks and even throwing balls at players. So it got a little physical at times. So a big talking point with this story that I published is that this is, you know, a second similar situation with a man replacing a woman coach in a women's sport that was hired by Scott Strickland and ultimately ended up having to leave because there was essentially abuse happening to to these young women and so there's a serious question of is uf and, and i'm sure it's not just uf because you know we talk about all these situations of gender equity in sports and women's sports are not valued places because they haven't been invested in at places and this is a big conversation especially with the 50th anniversary of athletics here at the university of florida and title nine and everything so like is uf a safe environment for women athletes and are people looking out for them and it seems that they are looking out for them more so now after the new buyer situation considering that Amado was fired after one season which strickland said on wednesday was the first time he's ever had to do that in his whole career anywhere so that's pretty staggering but i I think it definitely does beg some questions if you are a recruit for a women's sport and you're looking at florida like how comfortable am i going here when in the last calendar year there have been two huge scandals broken about women's sports and male coaches
0: heading up those women's sports that was fresh Tick Florida reporter Peyton Titus on the firing of UF soccer coach Tony Amato. Now, let's catch you up on today's top stories from around the state. Governor Ron DeSantis is adamant that Florida taxpayers will not be left to pay off debt for the Walt Disney Company after a decision to revoke the company's self-governing status. According to Politico, a plan for how the state will tackle Disney's Reedy Creek Improvement District is expected to be shared within the next few weeks. However, Reedy Creek is contending that the new state law dissolving the district leaves at stake some $1 billion in bond debt that could be unloaded on Osceola and Orange counties. One lucky 700-pound manatee was released for the second time into the Crystal River Thursday morning. According to Sisters County Chronicle, the orphaned four-year-old manatee named Heavy Falcon was placed in three sister springs for the second time since February 2021. The animal was first taken in for rehabilitation in 2018 when tour boat operators noticed it was thin and lethargic. Years later, the manatee's second return to the wild was met with cheers from onlooking swimmers and kayakers. The city of Newberry is partnering with Alachua County to set up a new firefighter training facility to solve staffing issues. According to WUFT reporter Antonio LaRocca, Newberry firefighters travel to Gainesville where they train for a few hours every month, leaving the Newberry station short-staffed during emergency calls. The proposed facility would provide better training access to the western part of the county. Visit WUFT.org for more information. I'm Julia Cooper, and you've been listening to The Point from WUFT News out of the University of Florida. This was our last episode of the semester, but The Point will be back on Monday, May 9th for the summer. Have a great Friday.